2: And shine St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube
3: and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson.
4: Seven hundred and seven at St. Louis, you're listening to Ryan Kelly. Morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Welcome, friends, to the Munganas, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, Kenneth Agistro, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you. Come on in, friends. The water is warm. The EDF group, text inbox 314-881-TMA5. Colin, uh, you want to do a press conference Friday? We did a press conference Thursday, and it went well. I wouldn't mind hearing from nice. the folks. All right. yeah. Ladies, call in. Well, we won't hear that. 636 9004 TMA. An email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email the day, the morning after at insidestl.com. We are going to have a female on the show today.
2: And who is that?
5: It's a secret.
4: Oh, Kate, <laughs> Katie Woo.
2: Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Katie Woo.
4: I don't Hope. believe so unless we do we have her on? Hope so. Hope's all Hope a friend so. Friend of the show. <laughs> Uh, no, this is uh our beverage cart girl for the dotum.
2: Oh. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Wow.
4: And what? you say ours is the type of program when you look at the script. Where
2: friends oh, feel they can just drop right. in at any time. That's correct.
4: Well, they're going to drop in at any time. Okay. So you never know. And the neat thing about doing a show from a closet is because we can't see they're just gonna walk in, you so know. There the, you go. Okay. Like the,
2: mystery guests. Yeah. Sign in,
6: please. Yes. Without oh. these monitors, we're basically in a casino. Uh oh. Hold on no a second.
4: Clock. We have breaking Nothing. news. Please. Something is not working. Uh, oh, my God. not oh my working. God, oh my Come my on, audio's Paul Hit the lever! I mean, there are... I, we might have 50
6: techs. <laughs> now, going and they just keep coming on. Here's the thing. We had a bypass issue, so by, I, no, like do, bypass issue.
4: <laughs> I like my to do... we had a bypass
2: issue. Not another one. I like to do the bypass YouTube surgery. and see
4: how that's going. I like Nobody's to... complaining in the YouTube. Oh, man, it's because it's not on. You <laughs>
6: The YouTube's not on. Yeah, it, YouTube's on. Oh, so like my, I always keep it on Bypass till the very end because uh-huh. we have had issues in the past. Obviously, we have conversations off air before the show. Well, Obviously, sure we, we want to make sure that we're no. we're clean. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Look at yeah. the
4: frozen image of me. It's <laughs> that really just kind of sums it up right there, it. Doug.
2: <laughs> There's the yep. frozen image of me.
6: Yep. It's working up there. <laughs> hand in hand. How
2: well, does it work now?
6: No, the YouTube seemed to be running fine.
2: So no one heard anything we we said for, like, the first two, three minutes? That is correct. I forgot what we
6: even
3: said. He'll be Uh, on the podcast. Oh, good. Well, you should put a note right there.
6: Bypass. I do it it every day. There is a note there. Is there? So what happened? Oh, I just forgot to turn it from bypass to on air. (laughs) What
2: happens when you're high?
6: Oh, it's not... (laughs) (laughs) Doug, touche, um, and I am, but I, I don't oh, yeah. think that was necessarily the case. Okay. Was, you know, we had that issue, so typically when I get here, I'll switch it from bypass to on-air well, sure around 5.30. Yeah. Was this the
4: skeleton, or is this your Mine. fault? That's from Junior the Juice Man. Doug, is the skeleton That's who it. I Look, would play. Look, I'm yeah.
6: falling on the sword. This is my fault. Well, I never said no, anything different. No, you don't need the to skeleton The skeleton needs to be... It doesn't need to be talked about until the skeleton (laughs) changes, right? Like, I just did it. I just did the skeleton over the weekend. This morning, there's a
7: lot of. Well, there is,
4: Jackson. We might be breaking a record here. Are you looking at this?
7: Yeah, my mouse is hot with all (laughs) these texts coming (laughs) I
4: mean, for real. Like, like, it's it's like there's new ones every. This is all at (laughs) seven ten, and and it's seven eleven. We fixed
2: it. It's as though they all They're have their panicking. hands. Oh. they have their hands on the home <laughs> row of the keyboard immediately when the show starts. And if there should be any problem, tap 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 tap
6: tap tap send. In their defense, they they should be able to hear the entire show start to finish. Well, so that, that, that again, know, that'd be a
7: luxury. That, At the bare minimum.
6: <laughs> yeah, that should be the minimum. So they they have a, a reason to. And I like the hateful tech. They're kind of funny. So no. good for them.
3: Just blaming on Lipson like I always do.
6: I blamed it on myself. Yeah. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we're on air and we sound fantastic. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: Guys, who would win in a fight between the bypass and the frisky <laughs> skeleton that nobody knows how to log into and change? Thanks, that's from five ninety. The combat boot.
6: <laughs> oh, that's not I, a bad little name. I like the combat boot, and I think there could be a TMA skeleton T-shirt of some kind. I don't know that's how. A bad that idea. I yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> I, uh, I talked with Tommy Doug. This thing where the the listeners now email me. It's leading to progress. It's a really? wonderful thing. Yeah. And I, and I enjoy it because then things get tended to. So it turns out that if you were to stream the show, and I don't know, Jackson, I emailed, I forwarded you the email from the gentleman who brought it to my attention yesterday. Was this on the, the YouTube? No, it could have been the YouTube. The streaming, perhaps? The app?
7: Uh, you talking about what we emailed about yesterday? Yes. Podcast.
4: Podcast. All right. That there were two of the same company's spots playing. And Jackson said, oh, I see that before the podcast would start up. And he said, let me go ahead and, and uh, I, can, I can fix that. And I said, ah, before you do, just in case, this might be the deal with the sales staff. I don't know. It's not our place. So then I, cont- I forwarded that email to our general sales manager, uh, Kelly Hanna. And uh, then she checked with uh, the person who handles traffic. And uh, the person who handles traffic said, that's a mistake. Let me go in and take care of that. And just like that, it was done. So I got the email around, I don't know, 9 o'clock or something yesterday. And by 3 o'clock, it was fixed. That is what emailing McKernan at InsideSTL.com can do for you, Doug. You can email any problem, and the next thing you know, okay. we're taking care of it. Any problem, not able to pay the mortgage this week, we will take care of it.
3: All you gotta do is email. Can someone email. handle my mortgage? Yes, we can. That's correct. And make sure they're passive aggressive.
4: You know what? Oh. It's interesting that when people are one-on-one in communication, they're kind. Social media, very tough, very tough. That's what George Carlin said. He goes, "I love people individually. It's when they get in groups that I have a problem with." Them. <laughs> right.
2: That's usually it.
4: That's where you're really tough. But uh, yeah, one-on-one, and then we get things done. And then there was another thing. Oh, the skeleton. The famous skeleton.
6: Red skeleton. I, I love that this is always a thing now. Um, well, favorite.
4: I mean, if the audience wants just best of and they 100%. don't want it replayed, then let's give the audience what they want. Yeah. And so certainly there's not uh, just a handful. There's, you know, I don't know if I would say hundreds of emails I'd receive, but certainly tens. So I was talking to Tommy Mattern about that, and he said, yeah, if that's what you guys want, then that's, then that's, that's an easy change. We just need to make sure that it works on the sales side. And, uh, and so that will be uh, put in place here relatively soon. There's a process with it. And the reason there's a process is because uh, of sales. Um, but uh, yeah, team of occurring inside InsideSCL.com. That is how things get done. I don't get a chance to read the fan page as much as I'd like. So just posting about it there doesn't necessarily do it. I'm not really on social media all that often in general, but uh, email, I get those. stl.com. So there you go, Doug. Yeah. So if uh, if you know if you're if you're looking for something, any email sort me. of
2: problem you have at all, that's financial correct. with your relationship. That's correct. Paying college bills, whatever. You email and you take care of it. That's right. Okay. That yeah. seems fair. Yeah. yeah Kind of a full service operation. It's a full service time. operation. Yeah.
4: We fats don't want to miss the hot takes on Modder coming up big when he took over for Gorman. That's from painter guy who panics when YouTube buffers for a split second.
2: <laughs> uh, I was ready to get hopping mad about the Modder pinch hit too until I heard Marmol after the game say that uh, Gorman was hurt and that's why they took him. And out.
4: then Gorman uh, himself said he had a bad back. Yeah. I was. Uh, in uh, text mode with uh, people yesterday afternoon on that one as well, because I was like, "What in the world?"
2: Yeah, you pinch it for your number three hitter with, with that a, guy, with a guy you DFA'd two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> what wouldn't DeYoung have been a better choice? He's hitting the ball. Better,
4: uh, right? I think the reason on that was was you need somebody who can play. What would it have been? Third, third, but,
2: right? You could have put Donovan at third, Edmund at second, DeYoung at short. Yeah.
4: I don't know. I mean, they can all it's too can much quite short. a situation when you're going. Yeah, Paul the Young would be the better option, but yeah. <laughs> uh, probably Paul the Young would have been there. And they and they were. I mean, that was if if Modder hits a home run, which I realize wasn't necessarily all that likely, they're down a run, and then you could have a win that you go, "Oh, that's the win." But yeah. Doug, it's the loss,
2: <laughs> and it's it another
4: loss. And what are what are they now? Ten and twenty-two.
2: Yeah, is yeah. That it is? But I'm still kind of only, losing track. Still only ten games out because combined. Collectively, the National League Central has lost its last eighteen games in a row.
6: <laughs> is that real?
2: <laughs> yep. That's insane. They're all on a losing streak. Every team in the division is that. Both o- Central
4: team? divisions are the warmest of garbage. Uh, Doug, the uh, American League Central features our friends who we will see tonight, and they're red hot. The Detroit Tigers—they were ten and seventeen, now thirteen and seventeen. The White Sox, ten and twenty-two. And uh, the Royals eight and twenty-four. When you combine the two Missouri teams' records, you have eighteen and forty-six. Hello again, everybody. Well, that's amazing. May fifth. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals ten and twenty-two, and ten games out. Because, as Doug mentioned, the Pirates have lost four in a row. The Brewers have lost four in a row. The Cubs have lost three in a row. Uh, the Reds—they're the hot team. they only lost one in a row, and the Cardinals have lost six in a row. It's quite a little division, <laughs> and the Cardinals are ten games out in said division. Hello again, everybody.
2: Yeah, and you look at the National League West; they're all on winning streaks. Even last place, Colorado's won four in a row.
3: Beware of the Rockies.
2: Well, I, I think they're probably in some trouble, but uh, it really is frustrating to. to
3: what's the worst watch. start the Colonels have ever been off to?
2: Doug? I, I don't, I don't know. It I'm not looking it depends up. Depends on said. how many, how many games you're talking about. What? Well, to start the, the season. S- what's the? But what constitutes the start? Ten games, twenty games, fifty?
3: Yeah, that's true. All right, let's say what are they? Ten and twenty-two. Yeah. All right. First thirty-two games of the year.
2: Uh, I'm I'm sure it's one of the worst ever. As of about a week ago, I remember hearing it was like their worst starting. Well, they've been years. hot the last week or so. so
4: the have, worst really team
6: was hard. 1908. What was the record then? 1908. The squad finished 49 and 105. That's not good. Mm. Cubs won the World Series that year. Their best player? Wait. Theirs. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry, it's a separate category. Oh, okay.
4: The Cardinals are minus 235 tonight. God. Jeez. Is
2: that true?
4: It was a text. I don't know.
6: Wow, the Cardinals have shut out. uh,
4: Don't shock me.
6: They were shut out 33 times. They were
4: minus 145 yesterday. (laughs) I know that. I saw that. Uh, Let me see what we got here, Doug. I'll give you the number if you want to bet it. I know you were saying you wanted to bet the Cardinals. Yeah, I do. I got 225. Uh, I see minus 220. So there you go. Matthew Boyd on the mound for the uh, Detroit Tigers. Jordan Montgomery on the mound for the uh, for the Cardinals. Fight Cardinals. Beat them Tigers. Yeah. Fight Cardinals.
6: Can I bring up one stat of the 1908 oh, season watch, before absolutely we move on? I thought could. you were going to
4: read Big toughs text and tell him to settle down.
6: So Ace Bugs Raymond lost 25 games and had an ERA of 2.03. He got robbed that year. Dead ball era. It was. That's
2: what That's it was. All. Where, the, like, Frank home run Baker would lead the majors in home runs with five. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I know it's been discussed, but is there any possibility of getting Tim back into the upper right frame? I grew up on Hollywood Square, so it was always Paul Lynn in the center square, Charlie yep. Weaver in the lower left, sure. and George, Doug, how do you pronounce his name? Goble? George Goble. Oh, he was hysterical. In the lower right. Yeah. Change is hard. Thanks. That's from a new bowl eligible.
3: Well, you can take me out of there if you like.
2: I miss George Gobel. He was really funny. Not familiar with his work. Oh, he was a funny guy. Who was
3: that? Like Greg Valanche?
6: <laughs> no, who's that? Who, Valanche? Who's that guy with the... Big... Bruce Lynch! Okay, there it is. That's my Hollywood square that I remember. That oh, yeah. guy and Whoopi Goldberg, I think, was in there as mm. well. Oh. Uh, the guy's the St. Genevieve Dubois
4: Parish Picnic is tonight at Heine Miney. There will be stray dog rides and contests where you throw and field rocks at empty Budweiser cans. That's from Dogtown so. Astrobat, no. kind of a little advertisement.
2: St. Genevieve would not have their party at Heiney Miney. They would not. That's an upscale parish.
4: A little early for a school picnic, isn't it? <laughs>
2: well, it's the middle Saint of St. Gabriel's is now in <laughs> October, and
4: I am uh, organizing a protest over the whole October? thing. October? I couldn't be angrier about it. For don't real. they
2: usually do it when right, right at second, the end of school? Second
4: Saturday in June.
2: Kind of celebrate the end of school.
4: Disaster. And... I mean, I know maybe this year it wouldn't be a problem, but the Cardinals usually are in the playoffs. Uh, Missouri plays LSU that day. Uh, it's just bad idea jeans, brother. Bad well, why idea Why would genes. they change it? I'm not sure.
2: I blame Fungo.
4: Yeah, I could see that. Do you go every year?
2: I have. Yeah.
4: I don't know if we went this past fall because I'm just like, it's not a fall-time event. No, it's not. Do you have rides and everything?
3: Oh, yeah. Scrambler? Who wants to go on a scrambler Scrambler in October?
2: I think if I went on the scrambler right now with my head, I would i literally explode. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, let's, oh, him to me. let's peel him up off the ride. Get him out of here. <laughs>
4: Guys, isn't St. Genevieve drawn by Bloomsdale? It's from Peg, and then the last name is no. Diaz. Uh-uh. I know this is the Warson Woods version.
2: St. Genevieve Du Bois on Woodlawn. You know what means, St.
4: Genevieve of the Woods?
2: Just north. No, I don't know where that is.
4: No, that's what the name it means.
2: Oh, is it yeah. Bois? Okay. Yeah, it's just north of Manchester on Woodlawn.
4: Guys, Marmol's definitely getting whacked this weekend. Thanks, Eric in the Central West End. I did think, I have to say this, I did think as I was watching that game yesterday and it was 10 runs and Jake Woodford's just serving up, you know, delicious, delicious meat to the Angels after Jack Flaherty did the same, I'm going, okay, this is going to be a, a game where Brendan Donovan pitches the final couple of innings. Yeah. It might get to 20 runs because clearly the Angels don't really have any intention on stopping hitting, and maybe that would cause it. I truly believe, I truly believe, and maybe I'm off the mark on this, that if they lose, in particular on Sunday, if they lose two of three, so say they lose tonight and Sunday or tomorrow and Sunday, and they lose two of three and go one and five against these two teams, and I know the Angels now are on a four-game winning streak, but the Angels weren't one of the best teams in baseball before they got here. (laughs) That they will make some kind of either substantial roster move or substantial change to the staff. I just, I cannot imagine this continuing. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're reactive and people keep showing up and they're going to just keep going. But I just, I cannot imagine it getting. I was, I, you know, I was watching the Red Sox and Blue Jays last night. And what are the chances? But in the middle of it, they have uh, Tim Wakefield and Kevin Eukalas on the broadcast. And they're going, how about the Cardinals? That Cardinal way thing is a real thing. They've been good every year forever. And look at what's going on there. That division's upside down with the Pirates where the Cardinals are supposed to be and the Cardinals where you would think the Pirates are. It is a national story. Anytime Ken Rosenthal does a story, he talks about the Cardinals. Anytime Jeff Passan does a story, uh, he talks about the Cardinals. It is, uh, it's, it's something else. And uh, I cannot imagine that they will just continue to do this. Jack Flaherty yesterday, I guess he didn't do it on camera, but uh, he said the frustration is we're effing better than this. But at this point, you have 33 games worth of a sample size. Is that what it is? 33, 32? A sample size in yeah, 32 games.
2: You are what your record says you are. Yeah, I mean, themselves. it's a,
4: it's your minus 23 run differential. Few teams have scored fewer runs than the Cardinals have. And there aren't a whole lot of teams who've given up more runs than the Cardinals have. Again, all relative, but that's important. And by the way, not that this is the top concern at the particular moment, but Jordan Walker went 0 for 4 last night, and he's hitting a buck 30 down at Memphis.
2: So, he got uh, ruined too. He got caught up into the yeah, storm.
6: <laughs> we may have just broke our best prospect.
2: <laughs> well, they got a guy down there, Luke and Baker, who's having a big AAA year. He's How got is 10 is or 12 home runs. Both of them, they've just got named pitcher and. Hitter of the month in the minors, Baker and Levator.
6: Isn't that hilarious? And one, the, what we need is hitting and we need and pitching. Pitching,
2: yeah. Maybe they bring up Baker and let him DH and let Gorman play second more. And maybe Levator comes in and takes Matt's spot. I that would seem to make sense. you got to do something. Well, Stephen Matz
4: uh, was, uh, Ali Marmol said before the game yesterday, Stephen Matz is going to get the start on Sunday.
6: <laughs> they're
2: absolutely
4: <laughs> well, not
6: you? trying, right? Like, if you put Matz out for another start, this is a big enough sample. So there's something wrong, whether he just cannot
4: pitch. Well, he doesn't have a curveball that works. They're, is... they're, they're open about that. Where's
6: your wrinkle, lefty?
4: So uh, that's fun to have him throw in. What does he throw, no. like 99? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. No. That might have been Otani I was watching then. Be, Either way, uh, yeah, he'll be back out there Sunday. That'll be a jam packed ballpark. Probably will be, though. Yeah. Matt's on the mound against the Detroit Tigers on Sunday. Hello again, everybody.
2: They had a good crowd there yesterday. I was there. The Busmans. Yeah, Busman Special, yeah. School day. Beautiful Do, uh, day. Go to
4: any of the cocktail lounges and watch people break up their marriages? <laughs>
2: no, that wasn't on my schedule. I just sat out there in the bleachers enjoying the, the weather and the. Watching the angels run,
4: <laughs> uh, guys. Do you think Otani was impressed enough with this operation here to take less money and hang out with his buddy Newts? Thanks, that's from Painter Guy. I'm
6: sure, he was. Newt had what four hits yesterday. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so are probably think that's fans still know. going. I don't know if he's worth five hundred million. <laughs> we need to do something.
4: If this dumpster fire continues, the Cardinals talk with Goldschmidt about trading him to a contender. That's from the Hunchback. Yeah,
6: you have
2: to wonder if that's if that could possibly be in the cards. If the whole season tanks like this, do you just start to rebuild now? What's he got? One year left. Uh, he is up after
4: next year, and I believe there's an option.
2: Yeah. Especially if you got uh, if your best minor league hitter is a first baseman. God, I'd hate to see that. But just like the Blues had to had to tear it down, you know, the Cardinals may be faced with that also.
4: Paul Goldschmidt, Baseball Reference dot.com com contract he is under contract through 2023 and at 26 million and 2024 when he will be 36 or 26 million there is not an option i apologize to the audience i misstated that i'll try and do better and if any year. of you hold on i'm in the middle of an apology oh, okay. and if anybody was offended i'd like to apologize i'm going to take some time away now
2: there will be some people hurt by this you can't just spew any kind of garbage that comes into your brain and not think it's going to hurt some people. Right, Him especially. That's correct. He's probably He's wounded. Listening. He's a wounded animal this morning. He's
4: listening. Mm-hmm. This could be a devastating season for the Cardinals. I'm not sure which big-name free agents would want to come play in St. Louis seeing this mess. Also, prospects will be scared that their careers will be ruined if they spend too much time here. Thanks, 3 4 <laughs>
6: I, I think promising Arenado a, a championship caliber team and spending more money and not doing so may bite him in the ass. Later I would on. really
4: like to know about that part.
6: Yeah, I mean, because he, I mean, he's not having a great season, but he left a hundred million on the table. There's no question about it. Look at what Manny Machado is getting. I mean, he's clearly better than that. A little bit older, but not by much. Yeah, it's just poor him to having the year he's having. And
2: do you think it could possibly get so bad this year? That they could think about moving both those guys and trying to get five or six good young prospects? You can't well, we you, haven't reached that point, have
4: we? I, I still just I can't I for the life of me, I cannot believe they're this bad. And not because I'm like emotional about it. Be real honest with you. I, I don't really have much emotions left during regular season baseball. I mean if you if if you do, uh, you know, that, that was that was certainly who I was when I was younger, no question. It was it was really, with the benefit of hindsight, rather strange. Um, But I still can observe it, and I follow it, and I'm sitting there watching that yesterday. Watched damn near the whole game. And I'm thinking to myself, how is a team with this lineup this bad? But yet here they are. And I get it. You You don't beat Otani. I get it, even though that was the one game that they really probably should have won. But, you know, Griffin Canning? And then Jack Flaherty's out there, and he's out there pissy. You know, he, he's had – you know, Ben Fredrickson's column today, I agree with so much of what he said. So much of this was predictable. The offensive part was not. But who was surprised by the Cardinals starting rotation not being good? And and they did, and I remember saying it when I was down in Jupiter because I can picture it because I, I was saying it both on this show and on 101. Like, I don't get why they keep talking about Jack Flaherty as being the key to this team. He's – He's not, you know, he's not who he once was. He had a couple
2: good months three years ago. He did, four years ago, Doug. And and he has a
4: shoulder labrum tear. Those don't just go away. Find me a major league pitcher. Find me three major league pitchers in the last 25 years who had a big problem with their shoulder that eventually required surgery. And tell me who came back from it. Tommy John, yes. Elbow, yes. Shoulder in your throwing arm? That's a problem. And I get what he's doing. At least I think I get what he's doing. He wants a big contract. I don't blame him. Who wouldn't? You know, who wouldn't? But Jack Flaherty being the key and the high ceiling guy, and that's what they were selling, is is a ridiculous proposition. Jack Flaherty being solid is certainly possible. But Jack Flaherty being an ace is just really not realistic at this point. He has an injury. It is a significant injury. It impacts his control because it impacts his throwing motion and his mechanics. So yeah. there's that. Miles Michaelis, I guess, is the one. I guess. Fine. You put Miles Michaelis on, I consider these teams, and I would give everybody else the field in the National League, the Braves, the Mets, the Phillies, the Dodgers, and the Padres, going into the season, and I'd give everybody else the field. And by the field, I mean any other team in the National League. Is Miles Michaelis the one on any of those teams? I don't answer it for you no 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 probably not uh it's 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 an absolutely not he's not not even even,
2: number one on the cardinals anymore
4: and i'm not sure he's a number two on any of those teams so then you would go i guess the number one on the cardinals right now is montgomery yeah okay i mean i think we would agree that jordan montgomery wouldn't be a one on those teams and i'm not sure he'd be a two on those teams just last year when the cardinals were given the option of who to start in their playoff series jordan montgomery didn't get the nod and he had a hell of a second half the guy who got the game one start just went away and, Let's then get out of there. <laughs> and then Miles Michaelis, and then Miles Michaelis. And you look at what their choice was was to not part with these prospects now of whom there's a there's a logjam, or are having some real issues to get Sean Murphy and compare and contrast Sean Murphy. And by the way, it's again unfortunate that Jack Flaherty's comments weren't in front of the the camera, but a. Mm-hmm. But if you read Ben Fredrickson's column this morning, and I don't know who did and who didn't, let me navigate the pop-up ads on uh, stltoday.com, even though I'm a subscriber. Uh, pretty good column because this is a fun fact for no one to tell with regards to Wilson Contreras. Um, he said, uh, well, Flaherty said, that's what effing sucked about today. If I was average, we win this game. I would tell you that's a bit results-oriented because I'm not sure the Angels have the approach that they do with their pitching um, if the Cardinals, you know, weren't down so, so much, uh, and by the way, in the post game, when Ali Marmol was asked about moderate, he said that the Cardinals were down six at that point, And that's why he didn't go to DeYoung young. I was watching that they were down four when that happened. I don't know if it really matters, but that means a three run home run gets you to within one, not within three. Yeah. And so he was kind of dismissing the at bat as a nothing. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to get moderate work. Uh, that isn't a quote that is me watching Ali Marmol say that. So this isn't from the post dispatch. But with regards to the Cardinals and, uh, and Contreras, this is what Ben Fredrickson writes. New pitching coach Dusty Blake and new catcher Wilson Contreras have to be part of the answer. The Cardinals have lost their last nine games. Contreras has started behind the plate. Despite his slow starting bat beginning to thump, a comment Flaherty made Thursday turned heads. Quote, two-strike hits. Whatever that comes down to, too many two-strike hits today. It wasn't like bad count falling behind, whatnot. If you fell behind, got back in the count, make pitches with two strikes. Too many balls hit hard. That's what fru- that's what's frustrating. Our whole staff throwing pitches that don't make sense. So,
2: I I don't I don't know is, that I buy that. If you don't like the pitch, shake it off. I
4: I, I know it's, it's on the pitcher, it's not the catcher. I, I, I agree with that, but but here's the thing. It said, I and I agree with you. When I read that, I'm like. The guy throwing the ball is the captain of the ship, right? You know, so hey, I mean, the the facts are the facts, and the Cardinals have been getting up two two out home runs left and right this year. Yeah. And then yesterday was a bunch of two
6: two strike at two two strike hits. Two
2: you don't hear very runs. many pitchers blaming the catcher because the guy got a hit.
6: Well, players in that locker room aren't used to this. Like most, may have lost in double, single A, what have you, high school, college, but like when they've come to the majors, they're not used to just. I don't know if this locker room, especially with Marmol, is ready for what may come. And it could get worse. I mean, Wainwright could get shelled, and you have yeah. zero pitching. I mean, we've been pretty injury-free for the most part. You're not talking a major you know, batter being out three to four weeks with right. an injury. I, I I just can't possibly see him get any better, and I think that locker room is not prepared. <laughs> they got two veterans, yes, but outside of that, I—, I I don't know if they're prepared for to going through these losing streets and trying to break them and trying to snap them. There just seems to
2: be such a negative pall over
6: the team right now. Eggshells, man. They're all walking yeah. on Yeah, Well,
2: let's hear what they had to say
4: following the game as we uh, turn to the audio from yesterday. Here is uh, Ali Marmola and Jack Flaherty.
6: I mean, at the end of the day, fastball command. Um, when he's
4: not
7: able to keep guys honest on both sides of the plate, had to lean on the curve on the cutter for to get through it, um, but mostly just commanding the fastball. You
1: obviously
3: needed depth from from Jack there, but was there a consideration of pulling him earlier before he got totally out
7: of hand there? Two and a third. Um, It's a lot out of your bullpen. So, consideration, yeah.
4: Doug, the editing.
2: The editing is always abrupt. I almost fall out of my chair as soon as these (laughs) bites are over. Settle in, thinking I'm going to hear a complete sentence, and just right in the middle of it, it stops. Oh! Okay, I guess we'll go with it. So,
4: Marmol was uh, not happy with friend of the show John Denton's question about possibly pulling Flaherty earlier. Uh, I don't know if, how close people were paying attention. Doug, you fell out of your chair, so you're you Yeah, not, I'm but, just gathering
2: myself. Again. <laughs> but he was
4: saying two and a third, you know. That's a lot to ask out of your bullpen to finish yeah. the rest of the game. Well, okay. You know what? Desperate times, desperate measures. If it was desperate a time enough to go to Helsley in the seventh inning, I would say it's desperate enough to pull Jack Flaherty mm-hmm. out of there. He was fooling no one. And by the way, it was just a bunch of sing- it was a bunch of ropes to the outfield, just mm-hmm. single after single after single. And he's out there bitching up a storm.
2: <laughs> and the three-run homer. There was that too. <laughs> it is. Uh... He only gave up ten hits in the two and a third. Right. <laughs> What is that? What is well, that? That was on pace for thirty-five. When your starting pitcher has a an outing like that, every, everybody looks bad. It, it, there's nothing the manager can do much to help it. it everyone looks bad. It's just a horrible throwaway game. But they've had way too many of those.
6: What is, every six games, we get a quality start. Is that kind of what it is? Every five or six games, we get a quality start? Yeah. That's just not good enough, man. I think we only
3: had four, and I think Montgomery's got three of them.
6: Is it four? I thought we were at six. but
4: Six, if... Montgomery has four of them. Michaelis has one. Or does he have two? Because I know Matt's in one of them. I think Flaherty Whipers has one. one I
7: think Flaherty
4: has Flaherty, uh, Seattle. Yeah. That was his best start. You're right. Yeah. There you go. We
6: can
7: pinpoint him.
4: Guys, give me Don Mattingly. His record isn't great because of wallowing in Miami, but he had a decent run with the Dodgers, and I feel like he resonates with the players. That's from Sister Catherine Patricia.
2: Yeah. I think that's a the move. Name that's, that's out there, yeah. I think Well, I want to change
4: that would be for John Mazalak to have somebody who, you know, has a resume come in.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it, it could be a veteran manager manager like that doesn't want to come into a situation where he's second fiddle to the, to the GM. Yeah. Well, the the GM's Gersh. Baseball operations.
3: I'm sure McEwing will be the next manager. Joe McEwing. Yeah, they
6: yeah, they, they like too. guys with no managerial experience because they just basically tell them what to say and what to do. So basically, like upper management, kind of the manager, because you're, you know, you're scared to go out on your own. Look at what happened to Shio. He wanted to speak his mind. Boom, yeah. you're gone with a 17 game winning streak. So I, I don't think they're ever going to get a veteran because I think they like being able to control, having the strings of the puppet and doing that I mean no yeah.
2: it's like they are totally locked into the analytic approach oh, oh yeah they don't want the old the old guy there playing hunches and it, you know it makes some sense that you have some uh, some numbers some stats and a, a, and a group of people making decisions on who you should play and if that, that makes some sense I can I can understand how you could buy into that but it in this case, it doesn't seem to be working very well.
4: Guys, it's a good thing we've got our doggies, or else all we would have this summer is two nights of Morgan Wallen in the <laughs> Pang Maroon TMA match. That's from KG no. in O-Town.
2: When's Morgan Wallen here? Uh, Doug? Uh, I was the one who just asked that. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's at Bush Stadium two nights back-to-back? He is. And I, and I saw uh, here they said the no day. tickets. No July tickets available. July 6th. Oh. I guess he's the biggest guy going in country music now, right? Yep. Oh, don't say yeah. Like oh, yeah, of course.
4: Yeah. Of all oh.
2: of all the
7: topics for you to <laughs> jump in, and this is
4: i would have bet that this would be the least likely.
7: Oh, I don't listen to him, but uh, I, I know that he's extremely popular and people go crazy for him. Yeah. I won't be in town for it, Doug. So. Yeah. Well, I'd like to go there, but I don't. I'm not sure if I can get. Yeah, July sixth and seventh.
2: Okay, so that's the biggest thing we got going now that the Cardinals have struggled, other than the paying. TMA match, yeah. Match up, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's there's
4: rumblings of that match taking place in front of the grandstands at Norwood Hills Country Club in uh, a week or two out of the Ascension Charity Classic. Oh. There's rumblings of that. Why it's don't we just play it during the tournament? I kind of think that that might be. Well, Panger's well, fired off. up. I said, are you going to be in town in late uh, August if this is uh, how this works out? He goes, you better believe it, and Patty's fired up. <laughs> <laughs> you boys have no idea what's coming. They hate
2: us that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ladies
4: love his style. That's from Bill's wife. Who? Talking about Jackson?
2: Morgan Wallen, probably. Oh, uh, right. thought you talk talking about
6: Mosella. <laughs> well, they probably like his style, I'm a- too. I'm actually at MIT, um, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, looking at the faculty, because I think some of these would be really good managers. Oh, do you? Yeah. Numbers guys. Yeah, yeah. Really big with numbers. So I you, think you got a name, name there that. that we could chew on? Nathaniel Gregory. All right. Finance. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I, I think the days of the of Whitey Herzog type managing the Cardinals might be over with it as long as the current regime is in charge.
6: I miss La Russa so much, just his pregame, postgame, how he mm-hmm. manages.
2: Yeah.
4: I Yeah, I do too. Wait till Wallen loses his voice again on July 6th and doesn't perform. The Walruses are going to be fussier than Flaherty yesterday. That's from oh. the 314. Does he lose
2: his voice a lot? I, I think he did recently oh, and right. had to skip a couple concerts. I know
4: Lizzo had to cancel her show last night in Montreal. We were going to go. Because of the voice? Uh, she was ill. Yeah. That met, that met Gala. Did you go to the Met Gala? On I, night? I
2: didn't. When you go to a, a live concert and you see these people belting out one song after the next without a break for sometimes two hours, it's a wonder more of them. To I couldn't agree voice. with you more. And she's dancing all over the damn place. That's when yeah. it really hits you just how good they are. It's it's one thing to sit in a studio and sing a song ten times until you get it absolutely right and then take a break for three weeks and come back and do another one. It's another to stand there in front of a live audience with a live band to get one shot at it and just belt it out perfectly night after night for two hours running. That, that's that's. Takes real talent.
4: I think there is a greater appreciation for what we do now that people can see it on YouTube.
6: Oh my gosh! H-E-2?
2: More than the
6: than the uh, than the singers. You can't just get here at seven oh seven. It's like right. we're we're
4: giving I a got concert here today every six fifty. We're giving and a I concert. Told Jackson, every I'd be here early at five fifteen via text. I said, hey, just so you know, I'll be here early today. And I got here at six <laughs> fifty.
2: Well,
3: that's
4: early. <laughs> it it is, early as far relatively speaking, <laughs> it absolutely is. And we only get
2: one shot at this, too. You better believe it. This is it. And our voices better hold up. You better believe it, Jack.
6: But if you talk to other people that are in radio, they are actually, I wouldn't say impressed would be the word. They do respect the fact that we do not do any show prep. And we go a whole hour, sometimes an hour and ten minutes. That's pretty impressive. Who have you had this conversation with? I'm curious. Uh, a who would be HD imp- two shows? No, I, <laughs> who would be impressed with anything yeah. that we've got going? I really, <laughs> I'm not really, impressed I'm, with I'm, like the really content, really but like the fact that we can do a show. It's not awkward. We find topics, and not having that written down or scripted yeah. in some form of fashion. I think that's impressive. I think that's an accomplishment. Doug, look at us. I don't. I don't. Now, once we like get into the meat and, and potatoes, con. I wouldn't say that I'm super impressed with the content. Yeah. Guys, the only thing I have to
4: look forward to now is back-to-back nights in October with Kiss and Aerosmith. That's from Mr. Bojangles. Oh. Are they back-to-back, Iggy? Those back-to-back nights.
3: I don't know. I didn't see the date. Both farewell tours. Fifth one free show, I
1: think. <clears throat>
4: Uh, guys, we walked around the night the Dogs played Omaha and Lizzo was at Enterprise. The people watching was something to behold. That's from Milagro Tequila, Listener of the Month, April 2023. He's also a chairman, and his name is Steve in Wildwood. No, oh,
2: yeah, that's right.
4: He's the one who's... What was the people watching, Chairman Steve? 636 uh, six three six nine zero tma you fourth in line behind all of the ladies who will be in Clayton tonight.
2: Steve is the guy who's paying a fortune to live in a building that he can overlook Bush Stadium and see the worst team in the National League, and he owes his DeWitts of rent check. <laughs>
3: he saw all those people from his balcony? Uh, we'll have to hear from Chairman the enterprise Steve. is kind of far from his building. Yeah,
2: maybe he's out just walking around among the people.
4: Hey, guys, Morgan Wallen has to get on the Lady Gaga <laughs> concert plan and just lip-sync to a pre-recorded track. Yeah. Thanks, Big Tuft.
2: That would be helpful.
3: Well, she doesn't.
4: Guys, now that you're on YouTube, I have a better appreciation of just how long Iggy leaves the studio during the show. Thanks. That's from the Lake St. Louis Hello. Island boy.
3: Well, you should know anyway. Even before we're on YouTube, if I was, wasn't on the air, I wasn't in here. Is
2: there an island in Lake St. Louis? There is. There's two lakes, right? There's two lakes in Lake St. Louis. There's a the big one and the small
4: one. And that's natural. Made by Yahweh himself.
2: I, I don't know. Is it?
3: I, I don't know. Jehovah.
2: I don't, I don't know who made it. If it's Corps Engineers. Zeus. Or I don't think Zeus.
3: Made yeah, it flows from the river to paradise. That's correct.
2: No.
4: I've always known Tim is incredible, but on YouTubes, he's a 10 t- He's ten times more incredible. It's some Injun Joe's cave ride magic, man. Yeah. What does he hope to gain by saying
2: things like that? <laughs>
4: Good morning, guys, on TMA all day this morning. The segment where Iggy spilled the coffee all over the board. I haven't laughed that hard. at 6.20 in the morning in a long time. Thanks for making my morning, guys. Love, Iggy. Go Mother's Day. Go Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, that's
6: weird. Uh, but, yeah, I've been editing some new ones. I think that's a fresh cut. Is that right? Along with the, along with the Viking cheerleader. Sorry, Iggy, the back-to-backers.
2: Yeah, that was a bad day. <laughs> Clip that off. Well, you're far enough away from the board that that can't really
6: happen. Yeah, again. It, I mean, that, yeah, looking at it, I was a little worried, especially since it was seeping through the bottom.
4: Oh <laughs> God, that would have been a problem. That would have been a problem. But nothing happened. Lilac unknowingly had their farewell tour at Kokomo Joe's last year because they haven't played another concert since. Maybe it was because their only groupie was an HD two producer who didn't even buy a ticket to their concert. That's from Mister Licks, who was mm. also sent in the. Eureka subdivision Cinco de Mayo's party starter pack.
6: Oh yeah, I forgot it's Cinco de Mayo. So I
4: guess I know <laughs> Happy Cinco
6: playing. de Mayo! Oh, that, that's today.
2: Yeah. Yep. What are you doing for it? I, I don't know. I hadn't planned on doing Oh, You're just doing? getting
7: hammered. You're Ooh, just cats and dogs. Cats and no, dogs. Cats and
0: dogs. Cats
1: and dogs. Don't
7: get hammered. Hey, it's Jackson here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. My favorite part about Factor is the convenience of it all. These are no prep, no mess meals ready to go in two minutes. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to FactorMeals.com/McKernan50 and use code McKernan50 to get 50% off. That's code McKernan50 at FactorMeals.com/McKernan50.
0: Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
4: The Munganast St. Louis you in Toyota 7 o'clock hour. Here's a secret phone number for you. 314-252-0029. 314-252-0029. Now you're calling or you're texting Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast to work on Munganast's wonderful customer service and the pre-owned selection they have for you. Plus new cars now available. Supply is back. Check for yourself. At stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com. Call or text. Clayton's going to get back to you so quickly. Many of our listeners can attest to it. 314-252-0029. 314-252-0029. Or go online at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com. It is munganest. And it is something you should also think about, Doug, just like you should think about who our title sponsor is. And I can tell you it is. Ryan Kelly his name's online at thehomeloanexpert.com.
2: Right, and there's probably some people right now thinking about buying a house. Go ahead. You marry the house, you only date the rate. Don't worry about the rate. If you see the house of your dreams, go out and Ryan Kelly will help you get through it. If you're thinking of buying a home this year, the process not as complicated as you think. With the Home Loan Expert, they make the pre-approval process so very easy. Get pre-approved today, the day you call in, and they will also provide a lower rate with a 10-day closing guarantee. They get it done quickly at the Home Loan Expert. If you're looking to refinance... Inflation is here, of course. People are taking on more debt than ever. If you're a homeowner, you can leverage your equity. Put the equity in your home to work for you with a simple cash-out refinance. The average credit card interest rate now over 24%, the highest it's been in more than 30 years. With inflation, people are carrying more debt than ever. Put your equity to work with you for a simple cash-out refinance. The average home loan expert receives over $54,000 cash out on the refinance. Hopefully, that'll take care of that credit card debt. Stop paying 24% interest on your credit cards. Let Ryan Kelly and his staff show you how to improve your financial situation. That's the thehomeonexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Mortgage. And we have a new sponsor here on the
4: program, and that new sponsor is Heavy Smoke. That's a barbecue spot in St. Peter's, and I checked it out a couple weeks ago. Chris Schaefer. Uh, one of the owners, he's a three time world championship barbecue winner. Doug, holy moly, cockatoo. What does he like to cook? Holy moly. <laughs> you know, Diggy, I, I, what's the thing that you loved? Uh, it's the brisket. It's almost like a burrito or like an egg roll. It I think is. it's an egg It's egg roll. a Philly cheesesteak egg, egg roll. That's yeah. what it is. Uh, so just c- creative barbecue like that where he takes the brisket and then makes it into a Philly cheesesteak, one of their signature dishes. The sides are all homemade, they're so good. And something as simple and yet healthy, honestly, as turkey is incredible. And they've got all kind of different sapins and fixins too, and those are homemade. Heavy smoke is right off of uh, I-70 in St. Peter's at the Cave Springs exit. On the outer road, uh, Chris's Barbecue, the most succulent, slow-cooked, perfect party in your mouth you've ever experienced. Oh, homemade sides, and he's a barbecue genius. And if you've got a party coming up, graduation, Mother's Day. Father's Day. Uh, got Memorial Day weekend coming up, and you want to have people over, but you don't want to mess up the barbecue. Doug, every guy thinks he's the best barbecue in the world. Is that right?
2: Every guy's a master tongs. Chris
4: is an actual world champion. Oh. Let him cater it for you. Still Go to heavysmokebbq.com. heavysmokebbq.com. Great guy. One hell of a product as well. It's Heavy Smoke. New sponsor here on TMA. The 515 says thank you. Oh. This is a Jackson responding uh-huh. text. Uh, uh, uh. And it's Cisco. How about that? Hey, Jackson, what's the promo well, what code for the Aerosmith to? contest? Thank you, Cisco. And then Jackson gave him the promo code. Oh, okay. Tickets on sale today at 10.
7: Yep. Rock. Enter in the code ROCK. And you enter to win. Yep. Rockio? No, Doug, it's ROCK. R-O-C-K. Okay. As in rock and roll.
5: Oh, okay.
7: Oh, I thought meant that Normandy. If this the was a rock. tuba concert, Doug, would it be Rockio? It would, be, it would be tuba.
5: <laughs> Just ran. I'm telling you, up one side, down the other side, for nine innings he gave it to me. Whoever that guy is in the audience, he knows who he is. I don't know who he is. He gave it to me for nine <laughs> innings.
2: What's he talking about?
5: <laughs> uh, Princess no, hard one. Uh, We also have another
4: Francesa clip. Uh, what is this about, uh, Jackson?
7: Well, yesterday was May 4th, Star Wars Day. May the 4th Do yeah, you call it Star Wars Day? I don't. May the no, 4th be should. with you. And uh, this is the classic Francesca freaking out that the first Star Wars is Episode Four.
5: I actually got a guy calling me about Star Wars. What are you calling me about Star Wars for? What the heck do I know about Star Wars? Hmm. How could they start with four? What was it? Four of? For what? It was a book. Star Wars. Was it a book? How was it for the people? What did they see it in? What what realm did they see it in? Did they read it? (laughs) But the point is, how could something be four if no one's seen it yet? If it's for the fourth volume of a book? And you started with four and then you went back and made one, two, three. I understand that. But if it's not a book, what would it possibly be? Oh, Something that in his, in his realm, we're going to count differently. We're going to start with four. Four, five, six, one, two, three is how we're going to count. Because if it's not a book, wait, yeah. how did they go back? From what? What did <laughs> P- So if you said, wait a second, they started with four, how would you know it's four if no one's ever been introduced <laughs> to the information before?
6: He doesn't Think know about what ahead. a prequel is.
4: Now, I know that they have gone back and digitally altered Star Wars since it debuted. Doug, was it 76 or 77? I don't know the years, 76. Um, my question is, I thought the first time I saw Star Wars, early 1980s, now how or why I'd remember this is beyond me, that when that thing, when it opens up, spoiler alert, and they're showing the, the galaxy, and it starts scrolling down, and it tells you what's doing with the Rebels and the Death Star and the whole shooting match. That it starts out by saying episode four. I thought that it did that, but oh, maybe I am misremembering and it didn't say that when it debuted in 1976.
7: Sorry, it was 77. Woot, woot in, the in the butt, in the butt. Yeah. Um, and it didn't. It was just Star Wars. It was just Star Wars. <laughs> they just call it Star Wars. The New Hope and the episodes didn't come till March. Is time. that right? Yeah. And then it was Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. They did all of that.
4: And Afterwards. that was supposed to be the happy ending,
7: Return uh, of the Jedi. Yeah, and then... 1984, did. Doug, was that 83? I don't know the years till. Tigers off to a
4: great start, beat the Padres. That was 83. Yeah. And that was the Orioles and Phillies, am I right? Doug? I think so. I have an R2-D2 that I use as a butt plug. Uh,
2: but and then they did I the remember. prequels, Warcraft, and then they sold Star it to Wars.
7: Disney, and that's when it fell off the rails.
2: I, I just can't get into the whole Star Wars thing. I just can't
3: do Never it. Never seen any of them.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
7: The first three are...
3: Fine. I like the Family Guy take off some. Oh, those, those
2: are, are way
7: gonna... better
3: than the actual
7: movies. Well, The Empire show. Strikes Back is incredible, but the rest of them are take or leave it. Star
6: Wars take, people are going to hate. Disney ruined it, bro. That's
7: the most popular and, take in the and, world.
6: Okay, I didn't know but what they ruined. it. Dude, they're making instead of movies now series, and it's annoying as all hell. They're Is making it? way too many movies. There's way too many offshoots. They don't get the Mandalorian same characters. From Star Wars. Yeah, that was actually decent, but that's what started the tragedy. That was the first like series of Star Wars. Well, what did you expect
7: when they sold it to Disney? That Disney was just
6: going to sit on it? No, I. Uh, I'm not a huge Star Wars. They bring nerd in a billion anything, dollars every bro.
7: time. Oh yeah, they're making. Three
6: new ones. Yeah, they're exactly like the Cardinals, man. They don't need to be good to bring people to the stadium. <laughs> oh gosh,
7: <laughs> roundabout way to take a
2: shot at the DeWitt Family. <laughs> Always very easy, Doug. <laughs> huh. in this in this
6: Mario movie now, it's
2: made a billion dollars
6: yeah. worldwide. I went and saw it, and it's a turn your brain off. Just eat some popcorn and enjoy. it. I played a ton of Mario as a kid in terms of video games. There's a lot of those references that I would assume if you didn't would be. What very is the movie confusing. about? It's exactly what it's supposed to be about, Mario. You and know, trying to save... your <laughs> Mario... I don't know what it's Mario supposed to be is about. Trying... Mario is trying to save Peach with his brother Luigi from the evil Bowser. And that's what's captured the world's fascination. It's
7: nostalgic, Doug.
3: Jackson, does it cost more to make an animation or a regular movie?
7: Depends on the level of CGI you use for both. If yeah. you're using, a t- like, there's... Movie, like the most expensive movies ever use real people, but they also use CGI. Like Pirates of the Caribbean costs like $250 million to make.
6: Avatar, obviously. Yeah, those
7: use a ton of CGI. So like the lines between animated and real people have kind of been blurred. But like a straight animation in theory would be cheaper.
2: I would think with the computer able to. Well, and do also
7: paying what's... actors. If you're paying actors yeah. to voice act as opposed to real actors. Yeah, that
4: was more.
3: my main
7: point.
4: Uh, the sequel trilogy was an abomination. Bad. Like Mr. Lick's inflating his net worth when it's his father-in-law's name anyway. Oh. Bad. That's from Carlos Spicy. We Doug. He's my caddy. Okay. And uh, he'll be on my bag when I take on Cletus. Already sold uh, 5,000 tickets for that match at Gateway National. You 5,000 tickets.
2: For a couple hundred apiece, probably? Minimum. Yeah.
4: Because there's some luxury suites along Where's
2: there. Where's everyone going to park? Uh, pink Slip. The Pink Slip. Where is that? I've Uh, never seen that. Sauge somewhere? (laughs) Sounds like it might be in Sauge. Buck Swope sent me a text,
4: and he says In the original May 1977 release of Star Wars, the opening crawl did not feature an episode number or the subtitle, A New Hope. Those would be added with the film's April 10th, 1981 theatrical re
2: release. Yeah. Interesting. Well, they probably couldn't have, in their wildest dreams, have thought the. Movie would be as big a hit as it is.
4: Uh, Caller Adam has some thoughts on it. Doug, you wanted okay. to hear from people today. Well, here you go. We're well, going to the okay. phone line six three six nine zero zero
2: four TMA. You got suspended
1: <laughs> Doug, yesterday. Doug, what? Are you stu- Are you stupid? Don't do not ask what the Mario movie is about. I'm about to crash my car on Hanley Road. What's it about? <laughs> Because what do you think it's about? It's the most known intellectual property in the world. What, a little and you're video ask game what Mario Brothers is about.
2: Yeah, it's him driving around in a car in a video game. Is that what it is? That's all video
1: games are. You just yeah. drive cars around, right? That's it. That's yeah. all
2: you can do. That, yeah, that sounds fascinating. <laughs> not, not surprised you're into it.
3: Could have been about Mario. wasn't Mario Borelli, the chef.
7: Yeah, it could have That's been about Mario joke. Andretti. So could have been about him. Bro. What a Zag. He's a, he's a plumber.
1: He's got a brother. There's Bowser who kidnaps Peach. It's the same story in every game. There have been forty games. Yeah, well I don't, do I don't know that.
2: I don't play the you little play children's play games. I stopped playing kids' games when I was about six, seven years you old.
1: kids. Video games aren't for kids. They're yeah they're for are. everybody. You old pleb? Oh old what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was that last Kleb. word? Kleb. What does that mean?
1: And I, I want to say that Duran's uh, <laughs> comment on the analogy of the DeWitts being just like Disney is the best analogy I have ever heard in my life. Exactly. You are 100% correct. God bless you. Uh, it's Cinco de Mayo. Let's smoke some weed about it. Ugh. Uh, All right.
6: I love Adam. Any more takes? He what, hung up. He hung oh, up did Doug? he? He's oh, gone. he didn't him.
3: let you have it at the end.
2: Does this mic drop?
6: He's
4: Mr. Lick
2: says
3: he's the GOAT. That's for Mr.
4: Licks. Mr. Licks and call her Adam. We're allies, Doug. Who would have
2: thought. Uh, well, yeah. little hang uh, uh, together. Hey
4: guys, uh, speaking of inconsistent timelines, did I win anything for my Design Email of the Month last month? Just wanted to update my bookkeeper. Thanks. That's from whomst is Greg Valanche, formerly Dragon Slayer. I played Mario as a kid, and there's a bunch of those references in the Mario movie. <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay. Well, that's it. I remember that guy winning. But it uh, is. For,
4: that's formerly Dragon Slayer. Oh, okay.
6: But it's correct, like half of the movie and kind of what the video game looked like, but in movie form in terms of hopping things, skipping, going and through. And that's tube. fascinating to people. I didn't say it was fascinating. I just said I got really high and enjoyed a tub of popcorn, but I, it's, and that's it's that type of movie. I guess
2: that moviegoers are going crazy over it.
6: Yeah, it's—
2: Like it's, the number one movie in the world right now. Yeah, I—, I I just don't get it. I the, don't understand what could be so interesting the, about that. What does that.
4: this text mean? I'm surprised Dawson's Creek didn't tell us all the metaphors in Star Wars he saw on Reddit. It's from Little Judy Suckins. What does that mean? Dawson's Creek. Am C- I Dawson's, Dawson's Creek? Creek. <laughs> Who's Dawson's Creek? Or is it? Or is that Jackson. Why would either one be Dawson's Creek? I, I know. don't
7: know. I don't troll Reddit for Star Wars information. <laughs> <that off>. Jackson's <laughs> our movie expert. <laughs> I, I, he did I start good or bad. I but invested. I don't like spend time watching the Star Wars movies. They're not, I don't really love them. what so. does
3: Dawson's Creek have to do with anything? I don't, I don't know. Pacey. Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek.
7: How did that show one come per- out before I was born? Doug,
3: did you prefer Katie
4: Holmes or Michelle Williams? I, I didn't watch it. I don't mm. know who they
2: are. I didn't watch it.
4: Michelle Williams has won an Academy Award. Is she not, Jackson? Who? Michelle Williams.
7: She went at Brokeback
4: Mountain, didn't she? Gossip Girl's way better. Leighton Meester.
7: Michelle Williams? Let's find out if she's one. And
4: she was... Was she married to Heath Ledger? Or I think was she... They were dating. They were
3: dating? Had a couple of kids, though, I think. I do yeah. know. And he passed away in Soho.
7: She was really good as Marilyn Monroe. He was? She. Perfect. He would have been a bad choice to play Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Heath Ledger could do anything. Rest of He couldn't play King. Marilyn Monroe. He was so good. Oh, my God. What about
4: Anna de Armas?
7: Uh, she's great. She's in a terrible movie right now with Chris Evans. Ghosted. Yeah. Ghosted, uh, yeah. Oh, I
4: heard it was Let me was tell horrible. you something. When that pops up on my Apple TV, and she is appearing in that scene, sweet mother of mercy, the only woman who compares, and I say this respectfully to all the ladies listening right now, who I know are beautiful.
6: They're so
7: hot.
4: Thank you. Chasey Lane in the oil scene. And is that what Jill Kelly and Kylie uh, Lee Ireland? I don't
7: know who is in that. Um, Michelle Williams did, has yet to win the Academy She'd Award. She's been nominated and She's robbed nominated. by the Academy. She's been nominated five times for Brokeback wow. Mountain, Blue Valentine, My Week with Maryland, Manchester by the Sea, and the Fablemans most recently last year.
4: Mm. And um, she cucked somebody, right?
7: and
6: uh, the Fablemans?
7: What <laughs> so? It wasn't necessarily a cucking. It wasn't like a by-the-numbers cucking. It's a by-the-numbers cucking. <laughs> it was <laughs> traditional you know, cucking. No, Davenport. Ah, or, is, yeah, she yeah. got caught. Right.
2: Because he was filming <laughs> yeah. his sister, I think, do something in the background. He saw, he noticed his mother playing around with him. Yeah,
6: his uh, it was kind of that old English cucking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like really? malt liquor. Oh. Yeah, much more mature. M- more mature <laughs> cucking. What's <laughs> oh, a more mature cucking? Like something that happens in the Gatesworth? <laughs> More sophisticated cucking, I guess it would be. Maybe not mature.
2: Well, usually, I think when you're cucking someone, you're not trying to hide it, right? <laughs> right. It's in well, your face. Sit on the Davenport, <laughs> Spielberg.
3: I'm sure you're trying to hide it. You're
2: cheating. Well, not if there's a guy right there that, that's watching you. Maybe he didn't, he didn't know.
6: Doug,
3: you well, literary... the
2: literally... Dav- if you've already arranged a Davenport and a potted plant, and the guy's sitting there, and you're berating him, clearly you're not trying to hide it.
3: This is what happened in the Fablemans?
2: No, this is what happens in the standard
6: cuckolding. But this isn't isn't the thing with the potted plant. You're able, you have the ability to hide behind it. So you don't actually need to see it. So it's not like directly in front of you sometimes.
2: I've been led to believe a full-blown cuckolding is not something done in privacy or in secret. That you're trying to, that the guy somehow enjoys it.
6: And the woman actually turns to the guy and goes, oh yeah, this is what. A real man looks like Right.
2: and at that moment Iggy, it becomes a cuck.
3: Porn cuck. <laughs>
6: yeah.
3: Berating cuck.
4: Uh Aunt Peg won the twenty twenty Fan Page Club Championship, had to withdraw, unfortunately. But Doug, I don't know if there is a a longer hitter in the uh Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship. And Aunt Peg sends this in. Someone wanna tell me who the F Mario Borelli is? That's Aunt
7: Peg. Isn't yeah. it
3: that chef? Does he Italian
7: or... Balotelli? Uh, Mario Batelli. Batele. Mario Balotelli was a soccer player. he in the Mario of movie? Of Italian descent. Yes. <laughs> who, of course, scored, uh, passed a huge goal to Sergio Aguero for Manchester City to win oh. uh, the Premier League in, like, 2013. Great
3: Italian chef.
2: Mario Lemieux is a pretty good player. Do you call him Mario or Mario? Mm, depends on the mood. <laughs> hey, Doug, watch this.
4: I don't want your life. That's from KG in O-Town.
6: Who doesn't want our life? Hey, you know, what is that? A, I don't want your life. Isn't that James, James Vanderbeek, Vanderbeek in
1: Varsity Blues?
6: Yeah, am I right on that? I don't know, Tim. I love his not not James Vanderbeek. They said it to
4: John Voight, but who the... was sleeping with men in Palm Springs at the Buggy Whip during that film.
6: Guy named Jose. Right. <laughs> Paul Walker's dad in that was hilarious full ride to Florida State and then he was just wasted the entire rest of the movie oh man that killed me that dude was great
4: guys is that movie about Mario Pandolfo and his
2: brother
3: <laughs> and their oh that's war right. with the Henschel's yeah yeah there could be a lot of movies about Doug wasn't a bad question
2: yeah a lot of people named Mario, Mario Soto is a good picture for the Reds yeah
4: the Reds was he part of the big red machine or afterwards He's afterwards with Ron Oyster <laughs> Did you say Oyster. O-
2: I say oyster, you say erster. I say tomato, you say tomato. Tomato, tomato. Potato, potato. Let's call the whole thing off.
4: Guys, did Michelle Williams get cucked in Brokeback Mountain? Thanks, three and four.
3: Yeah, gay cuck. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Well, I don't know if it.
3: That's actually, you're never... really confusing,
6: right boy. <laughs> no, I've actually never seen the movie, so that's stopped. A gay camping
2: cuck? Is that what that was? Coming yeah. Gay camp. That's attack. a rough
3: one, there, boy. He spit on his hand. <laughs> spit on his hand, and I had to turn the TV off. Oh, oh.
7: Here, here's a how about how about this? The budget for Brokeback Mountain was 14 million, and the, at the box office made 178 million. Take me back.
6: Yeah, that's great. A Take me li-
7: back. What did that mean? A movie like that would never make that much money right now. Never, ever, ever oversaturate with Marvel and Star Wars and Super Mario Brothers.
4: Oh, this is Jackson chastising the current oh, state of the film yeah. industry and in appreciating the work that Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal did when they were in that pup tent.
6: Yeah, for a second I thought you said take me back to where you were when you watched that scene, and I'm thinking,
7: hmm. Well, I love Brokeback like, Mountain, but uh, it's not s- never, ever would a movie like that make that much money. Well, when you, when
3: think- you say $14 million was the budget, is that, does that include the salaries of the... Yeah. Okay.
2: I think in general the studios try to make films that are going to appeal to a younger audience because they're more of the movie-going audience. Big time. You mean and pictures? Pictures. And okay. so that's probably why we see a bunch of movies about
7: video games now. Well, it's all IP-driven franchises. Can you make a sequel? Can you market it? Can it be... It has to make as much money as humanly possible. Never never again would this some like this happen.
3: Who Eww. all gets money from those movies? I know the studio makes a lot, but... Like executive producers get a portion, a percentage.
6: Well, no, there's, depending, so most of them guys are salaried. Well, it's probably whatever deal, however right
7: deal you can cut. Like actor's, actors can work to get points on the back end, so if it makes a ton of money, like Todd Phillips for Hangover got a ridiculous amount of points on the back end. He made like $80 million off that movie. Nicholas has done, uh, Jack Nicholson has done some things like that, too
4: there goes Dawson Creek again teaching how us how the film industry works that's from little Judy suckins see, they're talking so about Jackson, Jackson is, is I think so is
2: Dawson's Creek but why is he Dawson's Creek I, I don't, I don't get know it. I didn't see the show to even know what they're talking about who would you like more Katie Holmes or I Lewis? didn't see the show to even know what they're talking about. I either worked at night for the last 30 years or I was watching the Cardinals or the Blues or basketball or football. I didn't watch all these shows for the life of me. I don't know how everyone's had so much time (laughs) to watch every TV show that's ever been on the air.
4: We'd be back in the KMOV sports office and I'd be watching the Cardinal game. And you'd go, hey, could you switch it over to the WB? I want to see what Pacey's up to. (laughs) I
1: never said that.
4: Yep, that's what I remember. Uh, Jackson, do you understand why you're being called Dawson to Creek? No idea. I don't get it either.
7: Wasn't that show on before I was alive? Or right, in, right at my birth? Well,
4: when yeah, was Jackson I'm born sure when a, was Dawson's Creek made?
2: I'm sure that's a, a factor. People still call people the Wicked Witch, but right, you know, that enough. was on before
7: no, all of us were born. It was on when I was alive. There we go. Okay, now we all got to look yeah, up the Dawson's
6: show, Creek to see what it was that about. That show was the most overrated. Oh, it's dookie.
2: drama series chronicles the lives of wannabe film director Dawson Leary.
6: Okay. Oh,
2: so he was a wannabe film director, that's kind of how you're got coming it. off
7: now, Jackson. I got it. Is it just like not like people can be into anything, but if you're into movies, it's like some sort of wasn't indictment it on your character? Wasn't Charlie? Putting Con- a little Judy Suckins. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever.
6: Wasn't Charlie Conway in there? Doug Tim Conway played
4: Dwarf,
7: and he made
6: a cameo that, that, in one very a,
4: special edition of Dawson's Creek.
6: That's his name from The Mighty Ducks. Um, oh, I, I don't but know. I think Charlie Conway is in um, Dawson's Creek. Uh, producer Joe just texted me. Dawson is going to film school. Producer Joe. Okay,
2: so that's Jackson's new name, Dawson Creek.
6: <laughs> would have been funny if he would have been like going to like HD two or journalism school instead <laughs> yeah. of like, film school. Want to go to HD two yeah. school? <laughs> Cut show needs oh.
2: to be made. Uh, <laughs> Where would you go for that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to
4: major you in HD, too. Oh, God. Can you imagine? God almighty. Uh, morning, boys. We just fished in the dark to Kelsey Monroe and Rose Monroe. Threesome? It's going to be a good Friday. That's from caller Buzz. Doug, uh,
2: thoughts? I don't know. What's I fishing in know? the
3: dark?
4: <laughs> I believe that's when Buzz masturbates next to his wife (laughs) if i'm not
2: mistaken
7: yeah
4: it's a confirmation
2: Uh
7: uh-huh
2: why do we need to know that what people are do what they're doing in the privacy of their own home this buzz talks about getting fingered every day it's
6: oh yeah not everyone is that lucky or unlucky (laughs) i don't know how to explain it but no one has that many stories in that short amount of time obviously his wife's not getting much
3: action he's getting fingered and he's just beating it (laughs)
5: <laughs> He's the one that
6: his, like, girl fell through the ceiling and then just what? randomly landed on, like, a boy's bed, and they did it, right? <laughs> like, think <Actually, like> that. <laughs> hmm. Good story, though.
2: Yeah, good story, though.
4: Caller Buzz is getting cucked by his wife, and he doesn't even realize it. God bless him. That's from Mr. Licks. Oh, well. I don't know if who's getting cucked here. You know that's one of the, the magical elements of the cock. Is you don't you, know. You don't know. Yeah. It seems like
2: it's happening to more and more people. It's become a, a far more frequent occurrence than we ever knew, which is why our show basically is built around that subject. And and stock tips. Yeah,
4: guys, why can't he masturbate next to his sleeping wife like a normal person? That's from Chairman Steve and Wild.
3: Didn't he say he did? Uh, I think they do it together. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. I thought he was doing it while she was sleeping.
4: Well, I mean, she has to be up to finger him, right? Oh! Yeah, but I thought that oh. was a separate
3: incident oh, of him. Man. Oh, Yeah, that's kind of sexy. Ah! I mean, I mean my my new, my new go-to, instead of just laying there, I'll just do each other. Okay. You do you, I'll do me. Nah! And what if a curious that's finger cool. s- slides well. over your oh.
4: mattress? I'm not buzz. Buzz makes me sad. Laying next to your wife while she does the work because he can't please her. It's a sad day for this show. That's from Big Saggers. Mm.
2: Well, <laughs> man, okay. <laughs> he had Wasn't say. he our new
3: listener of the year? Our, our...
2: He was
4: nominated. So was the Loomster. The but it was KG and O-Town's no. time. Uh, caller Adam just texted to see if he was listener of the month. Doug, no. did you give him your listener of the no. month? No, no.
2: Not Listener of the Month.
4: Guys, all of us Cardinal fans are being cucked right now. That's from the 636 and Full Circle. Oh. Uh, we'll wrap up the mug and ass St. Louis <laughs> Hacker at Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour. Send your emails in for the design air, heating, and cooling email today. Buck Swope, the Sneaky Janitor, and Tunnels 12,000 each have a win. Today, we're giving you tickets to tomorrow's Jim Dandy between the Detroit Tigers and the St. Louis Baseball Cardinals. A Ryan Helsley bobblehead is the prize for today's Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Those tickets to the game, and you will get a Ryan Helsley bobblehead when you go to the game tomorrow. Cardinals and Tigers. Uh, Don't forget, at some point, our beverage cart girl is coming into the studio to introduce herself to the audience. On YouTube. At any moment
2: it can happen. She going she's to not. Knock. At any moment. She's no, not. just got to knock, I guess. We'll know who she is because she's stone faced. Mm-hmm.
6: Everything turns to stone when she <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I should, hopefully not.
4: Uh, we'll take a commercial break and come back with our appliances. Counters, 8 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after. <clears throat>